What's up, hockey and sports fans? You're in the right place. Welcome to the Drop a Puck Podcast. The latest news and information around the NHL. With your hosts, Justin Starr and Pedro Rodriguez. Welcome to episode number 49 of the Drop the Puck Podcast. My name is Justin. Alongside me, as always, is Pedro. Pedro, how are we doing? Could be better. We'll we'll, we'll definitely get into it. We'll get into it. Don't worry. Uh, I know exactly why we both could be better. Uh, Let's just put it that way. We will get into it. Uh, Sorry if my nose is running. I'm a mess right now. Uh, Sorry for the, uh, the, the, uh, the break in episodes, there's a lot going on, uh, family stuff and whatnot, but we are back. We are here, uh, and we have a good show for you today. We're going to go over the, uh, let's go over because tonight is, tonight is Tuesday, May 10th. We can go over the, uh, the odds for the lottery. Uh, the draft lottery is tonight, uh, for Shane Wright, pretty much. I think that's the consensus number one pick that will be this year. Uh, then we'll just go over what's going on in the uh, playoff series, and we will go over the Vezna finalists were just announced. So we will go over those, and we will call it a night. Uh, so let's get right into it, and let's drop the puck. All right, so before we go into playoff series, let's yeah. let's get the easy one out of the way, and let's go over the, uh, the draft lottery tonight. Uh, yeah. So... What I've learned is, I guess the, correct me if I'm wrong, I was yeah. reading today that uh, pretty much the whole team, a team can't win twice or something like that starts this year. Correct. So that means, you know, if the Kraken or Buffalo take first, second, because they did last year, they can still take first and second this year and they can't take it next year. Correct. Okay. So. Yeah. All right. Uh, so looking at the odds right here, uh, you got the Canadians at 18.5%, Arizona 13.5. What a fall from grace for Montreal, by the way. Stanley, yeah. Cup, Stanley <laughs> Cup finals to number one in the draft lottery. Uh, you got the Kraken 11.5. And then just going down, you got the Flyers and the Devils, unfortunately for us Ranger fans. Uh, that would be a real kick in the, uh, in the, in the nads if uh, one of them ended up with Shane Wright. Blackhawks, Senators, Red Wings, Sabres, Ducks, Sharks, Blue Jackets, the Islanders at uh, 13 with 2%, the Jets, the Canucks, and the Golden Knights. Now, another thing that I learned is a team cannot jump more than 10 spots. Right. So we are clear that the Islanders Islanders cannot get get first. Uh, My buddy Terrence was texting me. He's like, well, now tonight's not any fun because I just learned that. Uh, Who do you think wins it? All right, I'm going to go out on a limb. I don't know if this is going to happen, but I think I see the crack in getting it. Um, but how bad do you think come, I believe the draft is in June, if I'm not mistaken, in Montreal? Yes, it's yes. in Montreal. It's so. in Montreal, yes. Um, do you think or do you suspect if the Arizona Coyotes win the draft lottery, will Shane Wright pull in Eric Lindros? And pretty much say I'm not going there. Yes, they are playing in a college arena for the next three years. Is that something that you can see foreseeing? I mean, it's definitely possible. It had, you know, yeah. yeah, no, it could totally happen. But then I don't know. Maybe 
the Arizona front office really needs to sell anyone at that point on playing in Arizona State University. Yeah. Like that, that's just the facts of it. Anyone that is going there has to be sold on. All right, maybe you had a bad year, maybe you had two bad years. This is where you'll come and prove it. You'll get the time, yeah. you'll get the opportunity, you'll get the chance. Come and prove it. Maybe you'll move on from here and get a better contract. Uh, Arizona's definitely going to be a prove me team, uh, full of full of guys in that in that essence. But hey, man, that the, the crowd might be uh Yeah, you got, you got some sororities, you know. Oh man, yeah, it's going to be a little wild. You got to You got to definitely. Uh, make, yeah, you got to make sure you have some veterans on the team to. Uh, you know, make sure the uh, young guys are taking it easy uh, out there. Uh, yeah, I mean, Shane Wright, uh, you, as you said, it consists is probably number one overall pick uh, finished the OHL with 94 points, 32 goals, 62 assists in 63 games, scored 28 power play points and won 49.9% of his face offs. That's who the Rangers need right now, honestly. Um, and in playoff games, he had 10 points, uh, Two goals, eight assists. I mean, hands down, the consensus number one to me. How did how did he stack up against Othman? Do we know? Because uh, good o- question. Othman was on Flint, and right. Shane Wright was on uh, what team is Shane Wright on? Uh, uh, Kingston, right? I believe he's on Kingston. Okay. Yeah, he's Kingston. Yeah. Yeah. That, um, I, Othman, I don't know. I, I, Othman had one hell of a year, man. Yeah, I mean, Austin had 50 goals, correct? I believe yeah. he had four goals in his last game. To yeah, get to, to get to yeah to get to 50. Yeah, I mean that's unreal. I mean, he's gonna be a good player, but Shane Wright, hands down, number one pick. I think the Kraken get him, and I hope the Kraken do get him. I don't want Montreal to get him. I'm sorry, I just don't. I no way. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I would I would much rather see the Kraken or Coyotes end up with that pick over the Canadians, Flyers, or Devils. I hope the Flyers and Devils fall out of their positions, yeah. but I don't – knowing us, they're going to end up with number two and number three. Yeah. Uh, just that's the way it goes. The Devils always win that's their draft problem. lotteries. Uh, always. But, yeah, so I uh, just wanted to run through that. That is tonight. I believe it's in between the – what intermittent? It's like the first and – That's at 6.30 Eastern today, I believe. And then I it's, it's in between – it, it is it really? Yeah, I know I they used to do it in between the uh, intermissions to keep – Yeah, I think uh, – I can, yeah, it's at six thirty. Yep, it's before the games today. There you go. Yep. All right, so that is that, and yes, the uh, draft will be held at the Bell Center in Montreal. Uh, first round, July seventh. Rounds yep. two through seven, July eighth. Uh, so there is that. Let's uh, move on to the next topic. We got our Vesna finalists. It doesn't come as a shocker. All right, let's yeah. let's be real here. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. You have UC Soros, Igor Shesterkin, and then you got Jacob Markstrom. I not even Homer. Igor wins it. I don't know. This is probably the yeah. lead it, it's unfortunate what happened to UC Soros because we'll get into that with the series. I think yep. he could have at least won a game or two for Nashville. Uh, it was just unfortunate, you know, the injury uh, that occurred. Uh, and then you got Igor and you got Jacob Markstrom. Um, Igor and Jacob Markstrom are both not playing their best right now in the playoffs. Uh, but it's, I see it doesn't count. Yeah, they, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, it's a regular season award. 
but I give it to Igor hands down. What about you? Yeah, I agree. Um, I, you know, before we recorded, I was starting dinner and I was thinking, I wonder if he's going to be, if it's unanimous, I wonder if he's going to win unanimously, but I, I don't think so. I think there are going to be a couple of votes for Jacob Markstrom. Cal had a hell of a year. Uh, but yeah, I, th- I think it's Igor's to lose. Um, I believe he was number one in goals against average, number two in save percentage. He, he, he had a hell of a year. Uh, so yeah, I expect to go to Igor hands down. Like you said, good thing it's a regular season thing because we'll dive into it. I, I have a lot to say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I also have a lot to say. Um, yeah, sure. So now that that is out of the way, let's go into the series. Uh, do we want to start with them or do we want the main event to be the Rangers? But let's do the easy one. Let's go to, let's go to Colorado and uh, the Preds. All right. So you want to start with Colorado? Yeah. All right. So it was a sweep. <laughs> and yeah. I, and I, I, I believe Daryl, I, so. I think Daryl Sutter even said like, whoever draws Colorado in the first round, you're going to have like eight days and you're yeah. going to be golfing right after us, or you're yeah. going to be golfing, you know, the first team. And it, that's what happened. And in my eyes, uh, a little feel good story for Connor Ingram, who ended up playing for Nashville. Uh, he was dealing with some off ice, personal issues, comes back, gets, you know, obviously the starting role. I thought game two, he performed really well. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately they weren't, a- they weren't able to steal that one. And it was sayonara from there. Yeah, I mean, Kale McCarr, man. Kale McCarr. <laughs> this guy is unreal. Unreal. He had 10 points in the series. 10 points in four games. Seven of them were, were assists. Uh, unreal. I know we didn't get into the Norris Trophy. I guess we get into it now since I think Roman Yossi is going to win the Norris Trophy. And I think he deserves it more than Kale McCarr. But Cam McCarr in game, was it game three? Outshined everyone. The guy, he had 11 shots on goal. Yeah. As a defenseman. Imagine as betting a that defenseman. over. Unreal. Yeah, Unreal. He, he, he's just playing at another level right now. And honestly, the whole Avalanche team is. Um, it was a scary yeah. situation with Darcy Kemper. He yeah. wears uh, the mask with the, you know, you, the eyes are, I guess, a little bit larger on the mask. And it wasn't the first time this has happened to him, but a stick went through, got him near the eye. Uh, they said it was just a little, you know, it's going to swell up, but uh, he should be good to go. Uh, but yeah, the the Avalanche are a complete wagon, a complete wagon. And I don't know who stops them. Yeah, I mean that that's that's a good question. I, I mean the only team I can see remotely. I can't even say remotely close. Honestly, you're right. I maybe Calgary, but Calgary's struggling against Dallas. I know the series is tied to two, but they cannot score goals. And St. Louis and Minnesota, which is a hell of a series, I, I can't see one of those teams. I it to me, it's the Avalanche Western Conference to lose. Um, when it comes against the East in the Stanley Cup final, that's a different beast. These teams are Unreal, Tampa, Toronto, um, even Pittsburgh. We'll get into it, but again, that team, even Washington too. Like it's it's a toss up, and I it's going to be tough for Colorado to get past an Eastern Conference team. Can they do it? You got Cal McCarr, you got Nathan McKinnon, you got Gabriel Landeskog, got Miko Rantanen. 
Devon Taves, who arguably was probably their best pickup ever. Yeah, that that trade by Lou Lamarillo. Yeah. Oh, just, we could also get into that. We could get into that as well. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it, to me, it's Colorado's Western Conference to lose. If they don't win the Stanley Cup this year, I don't think it's a full disappointment. I think the team would need something like that. I think about the Tampa Bay Lightning when they lost straight four straight to Columbus and they came back and won two straight Stanley Cups. If Colorado makes it to the Stanley Cup final, they could take that as a lesson and move on and come back next year even stronger than they are this year and potentially do it again. And I could definitely see them do it again. Yeah, so um, Colorado is anxiously and, I guess, relaxingly waiting for their next opponent in the second round. Uh, let's go into that uh, that Dallas-Calgary uh, series now. Uh, series tied 2-2. Not many goals are being scored. Uh, a lot of flames are being held in check. Uh, I yeah. love what I'm seeing from John Klingberg. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I, who knows what's going to end up happening with him and the stars. Obviously, he requested a trade earlier in the season, but I think he's been showing a ton of fire, a ton of spunk. You know, I think two fights already, uh, and he's not a fighter. Uh, I, I think Ottinger's playing well. Dal- Dallas is a boring team to watch. Boring. So boring. 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 I, yeah. I, I honestly, to be fair with you, I've only been watching highlights of the series because they're just I agree. boring. They're just boring. I agree. Uh, yeah. And usually they're, you know, the 9 30, 10 o'clock game, and your boy gets a little tired. Yeah. Uh, but Pavelski, four points leading the way for the Stars. Uh, wish, you know, he ended up as a Ranger somehow, but he re signed yeah. with uh, Dallas. Uh, Heiskanen's playing well. Then you got, like I said, you have Jake Ollinger. Uh, 0.960 save percentage right now at one shutout. And then I don't know if you want to get into the flames, but. Yeah, I I mean, Dallas reminds me a lot of the Islanders. Uh, They're so defensively structured that the game, they slow down the game and it gets to a point where it's just so boring. I remember last year when the Islanders played Pittsburgh I think it was the first round. Was it the first or second round they played Pittsburgh? That series, other than game five and six, to me was boring. Because the Islanders, they would just shut them down. It was boring hockey. There, was not enough, like, there wasn't enough goals. It, it, was, it was not your high-scoring games that you're seeing right now in these playoffs, which are extremely controversial. I think I've, I've never seen so many. Yeah. I've never seen so many reviews and coaches' challenges in – ever in, in the playoffs like this ever um but yeah calgary they're struggling they can't score goals i mean they scored four last game i believe they won four one last game um yes four one but other than, other than that I, it's it's a boring series i'm with you i i don't even i catch the highlights of this series i haven't watched a single full game of this game of this series so honestly i got not much to say about it i still think the flames will come out on top but Dallas is pushing them to the limit, and that's scary. And that that should put with that. That's the reason why I think Colorado is, is the team to beat. If Calgary can't cruise past Dallas, we got a problem. Yeah, I, I also believe. I mean, in my bracket, I also have the Flames making it out. Uh, this could go seven. I'm not sure. Uh, but just point wise, you got Johnny Goudreau obviously leading the way for the Flames. We'll see where he goes next year. Uh, you know, that'll be an off season thing to discuss. Uh, then Billy you got, 
<laughs> you got Elias Lindholm uh, with three goals, and then you got Kudrow leading the Flames with assist with three. Yeah. Uh, let's go. Let's. I guess we'll stay in the West. Yep. Um, let's move on to the Blues and the Wilds. This series has been fun. Uh, yep. Currently tied 2-2 like almost every other series besides the Ranger-Pittsburgh series. I uh, just wanted to throw that out there. And the Avalanche and the Pirates, and well, they're <laughs> Yeah, yeah well, that was, that was a sweep. That was a sweep. But, yeah, so you have uh, 2-2. And what a series this is. Uh, I'm still on the Minnesota side. I think Kirill Kaprizov is the best player in the entire series. Uh, and then obviously he's got Mats Zuccarello feeding him the puck. They have great chemistry together from what I've seen. Yeah. Uh, yeah Kirill, I'm looking right here, eight points in this series. So eight points through four games. He has six goals. Uh, Ryan Hartman leads uh, the wild with six assists. And then I wanted to get into the whole Marc-Andre Fleury, Cam Talbot situation. Sure. Now, Cam Talbot started game one, I believe. I believe he started game one. Oh, no, he hasn't played yet. He hasn't no, played yet. No, yeah, play he hasn't that. played yet. Yeah, yeah, he hasn't played yet. Uh, but didn't you feel like it was Talbot's net to lose? I, I do. Uh, I, I kind of see... You know, people have been arguing the you need a one-two punch to, to win the Stanley Cup. Andre Vasilevsky did it by himself two years in a row. Um, I think the last time that really happened was Pittsburgh, right? I, when Fleury was there yeah, with Matt Murray. Uh, and, Matt uh, Murray. Fleury. I, I mean, St. Louis, after that, won it with Binghamton. So I can't even make that argument anymore. Because the past three Stanley Cup winners, even though two were Tampa, it's been one goaltender. Uh but yeah, I agree. I, I think Talbot played well down the stretch towards the end of the year. I, I, I get Flurry has three cups. He's he's won it all. He's been there. He's done that. But I, I think Minnesota should at least give him game game one. I, I feel like they should have at least tried him in game one. Uh, I think it was four nothing St. Louis in game one, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, four nothing so, St. Louis. So, yep. See something like that. I I, I would put Talbot in game two. I, yeah. I get you want to rebound, but if you have one and one A, and you're one A running four goals, why not change it up? I mean, I, you, I, I agree with you. I, I think it was Talbot's net. I, I don't think Flurry should have been the starter, but then again, he has three rings to prove it. So I, I, I could see the argument for both sides. But if I was, if I was Craig Burby, I not Craig Burby. I'm sorry. Um, oh God, I'm blanking out. The freaking ball coaches, whatever. Um, I would start Talbot over Flurry. The Blues clearly made a goaltending change uh, in the last game. They went to they went back to Jordan Bennington, who also won them yeah. a cup. Um, I thought Bennington played well. He gave up two goals um, in a five-two win uh, in St. Louis to bring the series back even at to a plate uh, to a piece. And their next game, I believe, is. Uh, they play tonight, right? Yeah, right, yep. they play tonight at nine thirty. Uh, back in Minnesota, I see Minnesota winning that game. Um, I, I, I see the series going seven. I agree, but I have St. Louis. Okay. Yeah, hey. I, hey. I think Ryan O'Reilly is unreal. Uh, Kairu is on a level. I, I know 
Kirill Kaprizov is also there with that line with Zuccarello. But Yuki Kairu, I think, is so underrated. That goal he scored the last game, uh, unreal. Oh, uh, yeah. Through unreal. that. Well, I, I also enjoyed the patience on that goal, too. Yeah. And then I, I think – I forget who they had mic'd up on the – was it Ryan O'Reilly who they had mic'd up? Yeah. And yeah. he was on the bench, and he was just like, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Uh, well, let's go to the final series in the West. We have the Edmonton Oilers and the Los Angeles Kings also tied up at two apiece. Uh, they play tonight at 10 p.m. Uh, in Edmonton. What do you got on this series? Oh, man. Uh, I still think Edmonton comes out on top. Uh, I agree. But they, but they are just I, – I, I was expecting five for this team. Expecting five games, no problem. Um, Evander Kane is playing – I think he has five goals in the series. Yes. He has six points in leading the team. Mike Smith has a 94% uh, – a nine four two save percentage, so he's playing pretty well. But Jonathan Quick is reminding me of 2012, 2014 Jonathan Quick, and that could be the reason why Edmonton loses. I, I think Jonathan Quick could be that good. I still think Edmonton's going to take it. I think they're going to win the next two. But if there's one chance for the Kings to play, for the Kings to win, it's going to be. Jonathan Quick. And also, you have Dustin Brown, who's probably like, this is my last go around. He's tying after the series. Go for it. Deneau's playing out of his mind. Kopitar's playing well. But if if there's one chance that the Kings win in this series, it has to be Jonathan Quick. No, I, and I, I agree with that. I mean, just looking at the scoring, it's, you know, if LA has any chance, they have to keep it close in some capacity and they have to contain Edmonton. Uh, you had four, three in that first game where yeah. there was a blunder. Um, you could say on Mike Smith part. Mike Smith. Yep. Yep. Uh, so you had that blunder at the end. So four, three, and then you had a six, nothing shellacking, then an eight, two shellacking. Uh, you know, at the first game in LA, I was like, oh, at the crypto.com arena. I was like, here yeah. we go. And then, hey, the Kings responded with a 4 nothing shutout, and Jonathan Quick stood on his head. That's, that's again, that's the key. If, if Quick can play the way he has played in game four, lights out. I, I, I'd, pick, I'd pick LA. Just because of goaltending? Yeah, for sure. I think Jonathan Quick is better than Mike Smith. Oh, you know, I, 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 agree. So. I agree with that. I just think the you team, know. you know. You got to stop uh, McDavid and exactly. Yeah, McDavid drives that all now. Evander Kane is scoring is a scoring machine. Ryan Jim Hopkins has still yet to reach his peak. So, but again, Edmonton doesn't really have a good defense. I have so that. I have Edmonton in six. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think Edmonton will win the next two. We'll see tonight. We will see tonight. Uh, well, we're both wrong. We're both wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, on to the Eastern Conference. Are we the main event? Like you know what? Let's just let's just get into it. You know what? Maple Leafs <laughs> Lightning Ma- is a good one. Sure, Hurricanes, whatever. Blah blah blah. Hold, hold, no, hold on. All right, let's go. Let's go. Hurricanes Bruins. All let's right. go. Hurricanes Bruins. Uh, series tied two two. Uh, the Bruins defended home ice. The Hurricanes are sick on home ice. Um, I I hate Brad Marchand, but. What he did with Tony D'Angelo 
like they like someone made the joke like you live long like the the saying like you live long enough to become the villain yeah well i think he's like the hero of this series and as much as i like brady shea as much as i like anti ranta as much as i like brendan smith as much as i like derek Stepan, jesper foss the list goes on for the x-rangers yeah i want carolina to lose and i'm not just saying that because if there's a miracle that the rangers come back and win this in their series in seven i would rather play boston yeah i i, I see that sure but I, I don't know. I, I, I think. Oof, I don't know, man. Lindholm's still out. McAvoy, I believe, is still out tonight. You should be out tonight. Yes. Yeah. Um. It, it's it's definitely gonna be a tall task for the Bruins. I I to be honest with you, I wasn't expecting this to go six or seven games. I I, I truly wasn't. I think I thought Carolina would figure it out. And buzz right through them and finish in five. But like you said, this Tony D'Angelo thing and Brad Marchand thing. Brad Marchand is probably is the biggest rat in the league. Let's get that real. But he's funny as fuck. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, like he's good for the league. Think about it. Yeah, and I like you know he says some stupid shit, but you could blatantly read his mouth, and he called Tony D a racist, and then. they they go on in the post game and they say, Hey, what'd you say to Tony? He's like, oh, I asked him how his mother's day was going. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just the little things that make it so funny. But he's leading his team in goals, in assists, in points. Yeah. He's having a great series. Uh Jeremy Swayman's okay. They're doing okay. Um but Tony D'Angelo leads the team in assists, leads it in points. Look, I, I mean it's gonna be a tough series. I think this series now has a sense to go to seven and I think each team's going to win their home games and I, that, I pick Carolina in seven Carolina in seven I I, yeah. I, I actually agree with you uh, yeah. with the way that they've been defending home ice in this series yeah. and how well Boston's been playing in Boston and how well Carolina's played in Carolina I expect Carolina to come out tonight uh, I do we know if Swayman's starting I'm not sure but I would assume Swayman's starting uh, since he's two and zero, and Allmark is zero and two, but I could be wrong. Uh, I, it would probably be Swayman. I, but I, I see. I see Carolina jumping on Swayman early, uh, yeah. and they're 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 big dogs coming out and you know barking and biting. And yeah. I see Carolina winning tonight, and then if Boston obviously wants a chance, they got to defend home ice, and then it would go back to uh, Carolina. Carolina. Yeah, I agree. Uh, let's move on to Tampa Bay and Toronto. Another series tied at 2 2. Uh, what a yep. coincidence. Uh, this series has been wild. I, 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 I don't like Tampa, but I also don't like Toronto. And I want to see the Toronto fans still suffer uh, with this first round uh, curse that they have going on. So I do want to see Tampa win. I agree. Uh, but we had the seven. Uh, you started off with the five nothing shellacking in game one. There were the rumors that a few of the lightning players went out, you know, the night before. I don't know why you would do that. You know, the playoffs. So they, I don't know if they seem sluggish or whatnot, but they got shellacked in the first game. They come back with a vengeance five, three, and then they head to Tampa Toronto wins 
five two, and then it was just an all out blitz from Tampa in game yeah. four, seven three victory. What do you got going on in the series? Andre Vasilevsky's play is scaring me a little bit. Uh, he has a less than a, he has, I think he has an eight 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 save percentage. I think yep. it's something below ninety percent, which is not good enough. I get your playing against Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, John Tavares, Morgan Riley, uh, Bunting, but your goaltending has to be a lot better. Uh, like you said, five nothing first game. Tampa came back, rowing five. Three, Toronto back at it, five goals. I mean, he's let in 10, 11, 12, 13 goals, 13, 14, 13, 16 goals this series thus far. That's mm. a lot. Yeah, definitely. That's too much. You're not going to win the series like that, especially playing against Toronto. But we, we would know at firsthand. The other side, yeah, yeah, for real. <laughs> look at it on the other side, though. It's, you know, Toronto's the same way. John Tavares is not playing well. Let's be real. He's not. He's not up to par to where he should be. Oh. Or William Neenlein is playing okay. Leads the team in goals. Yep. Um, But I'm with you. I want to see Tampa win this series. I don't want Toronto to win because I feel like if Toronto passes Tampa Bay, I think Toronto would be the team to beat in the East. I think. I think it would roar past teams like Carolina. Um Pittsburgh, Washington, or whoever makes it out of that series, even even the Panthers, uh, I still think that's there as well. So, okay, I'm gonna pick. Yeah, I'm gonna pick Tampa. I still think Tampa wins the series. Yeah, I say Tampa in six. Yeah, uh, I just got a notification on this Zoom meeting that we only have ten minutes left. Uh, so we yeah, so we will try to. Uh, Wrap this up real quick. Uh, Panthers, Capitals, who you got? It's 2 2. I have Washington in my bracket. Do you? I do. I, I have the Capitals in seven. Capitals in seven. Okay. Uh, it's been an interesting series, you know, back and forth. Uh, I don't think Bobrovsky has looked great. That's uh, just a, an opinion on my part. Um, but yeah, I still got. F- Florida. I got Florida in six. Okay. Uh, and now let's, I guess we will finish Let's off. We will finish Let's off with this. Rangers are down three, one in the series to the Pittsburgh yeah. Penguins. Uh, it hasn't been close. Um, they have, no. they're fighting for their life tomorrow night. The only way to come back in the series is winning in seven. Pedro, let me hear your take. All right. Game one. So I, I was listening to, to Spit and Chicklets this morning. And um, I, I understand people's take of Capo Caco driving to the nets. His skates weren't, weren't facing the outside. There wasn't enough snow, as they call it. Whatever. He was pushed into the net. You, they, they, uh, people are comparing it to the, to the LA Kings game, I believe. Was it the Kings and, and the Oilers, I believe? A player also got pushed into the net. That was called a goal. It was called a goal. So Dumoulin pushed Kako in the back. He was leaning against his back. His skates were turning away from, uh, was that Jari at the beginning? Was it? It wasn't Jari. Uh, it was DeSmith. Uh, DeSmith. And 
to me, it's a good goal. If you're going to shove a player into your own goaltender, to me, that is your fault. That is your fault. That one right there, I was like, we are screwed this series. If that's the way it's going to go, it's going to go. They wouldn't get a power play for like 120 minutes. So that's bad. Come back, game, uh, strong game two, played well that game. I don't know what the hell happened in Pittsburgh, but I might be on the minority here, but Igor Shosturkin sucks. Whoa. Sucks. I'm sorry. The defense is trash. I get it. But Igor Shosturkin is not playing well. He can't track a puck. He can't catch a puck. He has not played up to par. Let's be real. He's yeah. Been, he's been <sighs> terrible. I get yesterday. He three three out of the what three out of the six goals he let in, maybe four were deflected. Fine. Game three, no excuse, no excuse. And I get it. The Georgiev goal that he gave up the uh, hiking in in the last in the last five minutes of the game. Brutal. Yeah, that that's brutal. Brutal. Have but to hug the we, have to hug the post. Yeah, but we shouldn't have been in that position anyway. Igor can't track a puck this series. Uh, like no one wants to put the blame on it because he's been so good in the regular season. But when do you ha- when do you start putting blame on your goaltender? You have to put some blame on him too. I get the defense was horrendous last night, but some blame has to go on the goaltender. I, all right. So, real quick, I think Mika Zibanejad has been horrific. Oh. <laughs> I, he, he's been he's been non-existent, Perfect. and he's got to be one of the big dogs. Him and Kreider have been so lost on defense; it's been disgusting. Um, just going back to, I believe it was game three or even let's go back to game one on that second Pittsburgh goal. I was there and yeah. watching them lose their men on that second Pittsburgh goal. I was yeah. losing my mind. I, I could not believe what I just witnessed. They have not been good. Mika has not been shooting the puck. I, I just, I, I don't know. I think the best line has been the kid line. Bar none. The, the kids, the kids have oh, looked yeah, great. The kids have looked That's great. Happened. Our defense has been trash. I completely agree with yeah. you. Defense, horrific, 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 horrific. At this point, why are we still playing Patrick Nemeth? Just Thank give Zach, just, just, just give Zach Jones a chance now. I We're down three one. Give him some playoff experience because even last night, Rangers go up one nothing because of the kid line, and then Patrick Nemeth takes a high sticking play when the puck wasn't even near him. It's it's those it's those little things like you said like he should not be in he should not be in and what is Gallant thinking? I, I get you're down four to one. Did you not remember you came back from four one down? Why are you breaking up the kid line? Why why are you doing that? I get Kreider got hurt, but he came back. Why are you breaking them up? They were your best line. Why are you putting Petrano on the fourth line with Reeves and Brzezinski? You're putting. Lafreniere with Zibanejad and, and Kreider. Well, why are you doing that? And you're putting Kako with Stroman Kopp or Panarin? It, it, to me, why are you breaking up that line? It made no sense to me. Yeah, why? and if, just I'm going to put it this way. Gerard Gallant is or Glant is being outcoached in every every facet of the game by Mike Big Sullivan. Uh, Sidney Crosby is a man on a mission. He's the best player in the league, and I fucking hate his guts. Uh, I texted my buddy, Mark, who's a Penguins fan. I said, I can't wait until this motherfucker retires because he's haunting my goddamn dreams. Uh, he looks like he's, he, he looks like a rookie again. He, he, yeah. he's a man possessed. And I don't know if this is whole knowing that this is a pretty much a, the last go around with him, Latang and Malkin all together, because yeah. there's no way that they could afford, you know, what they got to pay. Uh, right. Gensel's been a man possessed. 
I ate, you know, you got Crosby with nine points. You got Cancel leading the way with five goals. Crosby with seven assists. It's, it's that whole line. Yeah. That whole line. Like, Rust is, Rust is up there, too. I don't understand. Play man-to-man coverage. Just have one man on Crosby. Have one man on Gensel. And your centerman has to track back and grab the other winger. So I'm, I'm just confused as to why they're not playing man-to-man when it comes to someone like Crosby, Gensel, and Rust. I, just, just play man-to-man. The yeah. first two games, the first two, three games, the first three games, they didn't have secondary scoring. Yeah. They were game four, they had secondary scoring. So I, if you just played that team man-to-man, you would win this series. And you got to shoot high on Louis Domingue. They're shooting at his pads. Don't know why. And, and that's another thing. You and just pepper spot. him. Pepper him. Exactly. Exactly. What What did Pittsburgh do last night? Peppered. Threw everything at the net. Threw everything. Everything at Deflections, the net. Deflections, left and right. Four. Four were deflected in the net. Yep. And what and what did Fox do yesterday? Throw it to the net. And it, it got deflected. Mathis, it went off of Matheson's gate. I think Matheson has do. more goals for the Rangers than the Rangers do. Hey, I'll take it. <laughs> I think but I think Matheson has four goals for us or three it, goals. It, it's so frustrating to me to see this team play like this because you, you look even towards the end of the year, they were playing great. They were playing amazing defense. They were playing great. Yeah. I, I don't know what happened. They just fell apart. Lincoln got hurt. I get it. But Keon, the only person I have I'm okay with is Keon J. Miller. I think he's been the best player on the Rangers. We have two minutes left. Okay. Uh, what is your prediction? Rangers in seven. Obviously, as Ranger fan, I I we we come home. We come home tomorrow night. We we win game five. Okay. Glant fire. I don't know what he does, but he wakes us up. He, I know he was having them run pretty much suicides today, which is unheard of during you know yep. a playoff series. Talks them, whips them into shape. Don't be embarrassed. Go down with a fight, if anything. Win game five. Igor wins game six. Steals it for us. Come back home. Back home. Can happen. You know what? Anyway, we've, you know what? We've seen it twice. Why not yeah, again? Right? Exactly. A uh, minute thirty. I feel like we're like counting down to New Year's. Another question. Yeah. Would you fire Gallant and hire Barry Trotz? No way. Get out of here. <laughs> My God. I don't know what the hell the honors are thinking about. Lou Amorello is probably the worst GM to ever exist. Uh, yeah. So uh, we're going to take his own app. We're, we're going to, we're, we're winding down here. we got a minute 15 left. Uh, so just want to say thank you all for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week for our sake. Hopefully the Rangers will be still playing, but who the hell knows? <laughs> uh, we look forward to covering the next, uh, the next series and from there on out we'll see how we did less than a minute to go we will see you all on twitter adios guys thank you for listening see you later thanks so much for listening to this episode of the drop the puck podcast with your hosts justin star and pedro rodriguez on facebook and twitter at drop the puck pod we'll catch you next time nhl fans on the drop the puck podcast